And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Should dice roll? Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Come loud. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? Where are we? <laughs> your last quote, Just your that last, last paragraph. Bit again. I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. Their high-end stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. I am... I'm not really one for speeches. Where I come from, words don't mean much compared to power. Our leaders were always the most powerful. But power is more than just strength. It's speed. It's cunning. It's being able to survive when you're outnumbered and on the run. And from what I've seen here, it seems like I'm in good company. I know Kavan chose me to wield his spear because he sees this in me. But I see it in all of you as well. And there is one more thing that makes a good leader. That's being able to choose good people to keep by your side. So let's drink to our friends, near and far. Wherever they are. When last we left our heroes, we learned more of Winnie's origins as she cast Sending for the first time, making contact with Irina at last. Callister tracked Artemis through the dark forest with the aid of his falcon familiar, managing to find his friend, but not before Artemis was attacked by a werewolf at the head of a wolf pack. To protect Pasha, Artemis and Sasha fought a desperate last stand, with Artemis ultimately finding himself in the saving throes of death. But, thanks to the timely arrival of Callister and Pasha's reluctant transformation, the party was victorious. Now, however, Callister faces an even larger threat, Pasha in his monstrous bearwolf form. Will Pasha flee again into the forest, or worse... Stand and fight. Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. And so, to bring us back in, I'd like to take us right to that very moment again. Yes. <laughs> and so here we are. Artemis lies. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Artemis lies unconscious on the forest floor. Sa- uh, uh, Sasha standing over him protectively. Callister, you stand arms spread wide. Arms spread wide, standing before Pasha in his wolf form. And when he's in this wolfish form, His fur is that same sort of rustic auburn color that his hair is when he's in human form. 
and he still has those scars across his uh, right eye. They start, you know, just above the, the tip of his right temple and come down across his right eye forever sealed shut. And so in his wolfish form, he still has those scars. And there's just a thin line of scar tissue surrounding each of the three claw marks where the fur does not grow. But his one, uh, his one uh, good eye is searching frantically back and forth between Callister and Artemis and the corpse on the ground that he just tore the throat from. And you see a battle take place within him, Callister. And he starts to turn and run off into the forest. Is there anything you would like to do? Yes. <clears throat> um, Do I cast Hold Pearls? Don't die! <laughs> what Callister does is he yells, Wait! And he snaps his fingers and right by Pasha's ear mm-hmm. he hears an illusion of a voice okay and what he hears is Winnie Pasha wait he's a friend remember Pasha Sasha Pasha Arby Pasha Rogar Pasha, 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 So Callister's arms are, 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 are splayed out. He's trying to seem as little threatening as possible. And he's locking eyes with Pasha. And, and he sees that Pasha's not having it and he's going to run. And right. Callister goes, white mate! And he doesn't stop. And so he does the snap. And that's, was that, what's that minor illusion? Mm-hmm. My cantrip. And it's like so close to his ear that he can feel he can feel the sound vibrating. Did you do it in Winnie's voice? In Winnie's voice, yes. Okay. It's ASMR, ASMR. <laughs> Take an inspiration. Wow. Yeah! yeah. 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 Much deserved. Very much deserved. Ready to go, kill us yeah. Roll me persuasion at advantage. Come on, baby. Yeah. One of those got to be Come on, 20. baby. Very good. Yep. Great. And, and, um, it's a 23. Yes, oh. yes! Oh. <laughs> 23? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so. He was standing there. Swiveling his head back and forth between Artemis lying on the ground, you, the body, uh, you see all of, even as even in his like, you know, e- even in this his Norman elongated wolf snout, you see the battle kind of his mind his mind going a thousand miles a minute, and he turns to run, and you cry out to him, and you snap your fingers, and you see him. Uh, he does not obey your command, 
but you snap your fingers and you see him just freeze, right? And he turns his head back around to you, and in his one good eye, in the one good eye he still has, you see that there is a fire in it, and he starts charging towards you, Callister. He, he drops his 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 uh, maw open and bears his fangs, you know, and it's like how dog, you know, how dogs do. Like his t- his lips roll back and he bears his fangs and he's barreling fucking towards you as fast as he can. Do you want to do anything? Callister waits. He's barreling towards you like howling. And he, he's close, like, it takes him, he's, he's, he's maybe like, you know, like, I'm so bad with distance, we have 20 yards away from you in the, in the forest, and he covers that in, like, a second. And he's r- almost right on top of you, and you can feel his hot breath on your skin as he charges towards you. But then, his claws dig into the earth, scraping deep gashes in the forest floor, and he just comes to a rest, like, inches from your face. And he opens his maw, and his, his canines, Callister, are the size of your head, and he just roars into your face. Do you do anything? Callister is, um, like, all the blood is drained from his face. But he's, he's not quite scared. And he remembers when he was in a situation like Pasha's. And he looks at him in the eyes, and his palms are still out. And he looks him in the one good eye and goes, I know. So he finishes this roar right into your face. Spittle, you know, flecking its way across your, uh, uh, across your face, and you hear this roar, like, echo out. They must have heard that in Velaki, right? Um... And then he closes his mouth, and he's still just snarling. And he starts, like, he starts, like, stomping his feet on the ground. And he's, you know, he's just, like, chuffing, like, but he's just stomping his feet in the ground, you know? And, like, like kind of tearing up the earth underneath his feet. Uh, and And slowly, but st- he does it, you know, for maybe like 30 seconds or so. And he, he, he like lurches towards you a little bit and then backs up and just tears at the earth. And slowly but surely you see the steam start going out of him, you know? Like he's just like, he's like pawing at the ground and snuffing and snarling and baring his fangs. And like, you'll see like his shoulders start to slump for a second and then he'll kick back into it and charge forward you a little more. And this whole process only takes about maybe 30 seconds Mm -hmm. or so, but it feels like a fucking eternity. Until finally, you see just his shoulders start to slump and his form starts to shrink. And you just start to see that reddish fur just kind of pour off of him and, and, and hit the ground. And he starts to shrink back down all the while he's still just pounding at the ground until finally... Uh, kneeling on the ground on all fours in front of you, surrounded by like a ring of this fur that he just shed off of himself. 
uh, is Pasha, and he's still just kind of like with one fist, just smashing it into the ground. And he looks up at you, Callister. He raises his head finally, with tears just welling up in his one good eye, all, like obscuring his one remaining eye, tears streaming out of it. He just looks up at you. Is Artie okay? Thanks to you, yeah. <laughs> That's why I came out here. I came out here to make sure Artie's okay, and I came out here to make sure you're okay. He's just like shaking and shivering. Are, are you okay? No! Me neither. What happens? No. What happens now? If you want, me and you can make sure Artie gets somewhere safe for the night. And we rest. And then we can all decide together what we want to do in the morning. Yeah? Okay. Alright. Now, I personally, I don't want to put these two wolves down. I put them to sleep. I'd like them to stay that way. So why don't we find a place to hide Artie? Okay. All right. Can I help? I would love your help, Mike. Okay. And he just, he kind of starts to pick himself back. He very slowly kind of gets back up to his feet. And he like, you know, like does the big kid like... And he just takes a minute, he just kind of like gets himself up and he's just like... Okay, I'm ready. Callister takes off his cloak, uh, puts it to the ground, um, and he starts going to work. He looks around for a safe place to hide Artemis while he's unconscious. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me a, a survival check. The, the sort of clearing here. Can I use? Can I use? Um, do I have a better thing? I feel like I have a better thing. No, that's no, that's it. All right, sorry. That's fine. You scan the quick the the um, the area around here quickly, and you actually think uh, you actually think that the sort of canopy of the tree that 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 Pasha had hit himself in uh, would actually provide pretty great cover for the night. Um, it's sort of like a wide open, you know, kind of like, you know, like how, uh, you know, like the tree. Yeah, 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 basically, yeah. It's like, Once a, you, it's like a mossy oak that they have down in the south. Yeah, right. Wide, it just kind of like spreads up and makes almost a little bowl at the top of the, where the branches start. Mm-hmm. So you think that might be a good spot. All right. Um, so I turn to Pasha and I go, I think I saw you up in that tree earlier. That looks like it might be a good place for Artie. It's the best place I found. Yeah? yeah. Then let's trust your instincts. Okay. Alright. Um, he walks his way over to, to <laughs> Artemis 
Um, and uh, uh, as he does so, um, first he just goes to Sasha and gives her two scritches right under <laughs> under her uh, chin. And he said, uh, uh, yeah, he just goes up and scritches her right under the chin, and he says, Vasidus Gloyne. And then he bends down to you, uh, Artemis. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. All right, okay. (laughs) We're going to have to do a language check. Yeah, I didn't even hear because I'm still unconscious. (laughs) You're out like a fucking light, dude. Calister, what the hell do you say? yeah, and he just, he, he kind of kneels down, uh, Artemis, and he um, takes his head and he just leans his uh, ear onto your chest uh, and holds it there for a minute. And then he, he picks himself back up and he, uh, you watch him, Callister, as he takes one of Artemis's arms and kind of puts it over his neck, over his shoulder, and tries to stand up. He can't quite take Artemis's weight all by himself, <laughs> but uh, he's really trying. Alright. So... <laughs> Boy, he's really giving it his all. So, so, Callister, um... <sighs> Callister takes a deep breath, um, and collects himself. Uh, this is the second time he's seen Artie almost die. So he's really, um... He's a lot more shaken than he's letting up. And takes a deep breath and he walks over uh, and takes the other arm of Artie and puts it over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I'll get him up a tree. <laughs> do, do we have any rope? Do you? Um, does Artemis have rope? Yeah. You still have rope, don't you? Uh, that wasn't I think Kaz I think has. I does Kaz have the rope? Well, I have, yeah, I do have uh, rope. But I, I think, think there's there's enough branches that like between the two of you, you can kind of like like carry them like a jaguar. Up, yeah, because I'm a good climber. Yeah, and, sure. and I assume so is Pasha. So do a do a do an but athletic anybody check. Anybody starting with an adventure pack will have rope. I forget what right. Let's see, because you're a of the the dungeoneers bag or something like that. I did I did the adventures one because I came with like the bed rope. I got a yeah. fourteen. Yeah. You came with bread. Yeah, you have like, um, I think you have like, probably like 50 feet. So it takes a minute, um, and you, you're kind of like ladder climbing the two of you up with, with Artemis' arms slung over your shoulder. And Sasha helps as well. She's like bounding from branch to branch and like tugging at his cloak, cloak which are also helping. But you, you, it's not easy, but you manage to get him up there and up at the top. It's, yeah, it's just, it's like this lovely kind of bowl shape formed by the branches. Um, yeah, so. All right, so, um, we finally have him up there, um, and, and Sasha followed us up, is that right you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's actually kind of jumping from one branch to branch, uh, uh, even a little bit higher than you are, um, kind of looking out across the area, just making sure there's nothing else that, you know, that needs attention. All right. Um, so Callister uh, has Artemis safe, has Pasha relaxed without the collar. Which is quite the surprise. Yeah. And Sasha's watching the boat. And so Kalser turns to Pasha and says, Thanks, mate. I don't think I could have gotten him up here by myself. Okay. I have one more thing I need to do down on the forest floor. I'll be back. Okay. And Kalister 
uh, climbs down the tree, mm-hmm. bouncing back and forth, and he goes over to the body of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now back in human form. Yeah, yeah. Sans throat. Uh, what does it look like? Uh, great question. Uh, it's a it's a man. He looks like maybe in his late forties. Um, he has a, a scraggly beard, peppered with uh, uh, peppered with white uh, throughout, and his face is just sort of locked in like a expression of just like shock. Um, he's the body's completely naked, uh, and yeah, he lays there. His face looks stunned and like a mix of surprised and horrified. Mm-hmm. The his last moments frozen on his face now. So Callister goes over to the body, and it is horrible. It's, it's, it's uglier than he would have thought. And he's thinking of the little boy up in the tree who tore that throat out. And <clears throat> he puts his hand out, and it starts shaking a bit. And he murmurs a name. And he says, Full true ale. And miles away, probably six hours on foot, (laughs) you hear a tree start to creak and crack as a dagger twists and turns and shifts and twists and turns and pulls itself out of the tree, orients itself, and in a line of light makes its way through the woods back to Callister and ends up in his hand. And he goes to start to do a rite for this sad, dead man. And he stops himself and drops the blade instead. Um, And instead of hitting the floor, it comes back up and faces him. And Callister says to this blade, not disposable. What happens to flesh and blood when bones break, that has a cost. And I swear on every note, every song ever sang to Apollo, if something happens to Artemis or Winnie or Drogar, Callister, Pasha, and you don't lift a hand to aid or whatever your equivalent is, I'll never do another ride again. I'll never pick you back up. And what does it do? Give me either persuasion or intimidation. Persuasion's plus eight, (laughs) so I'm definitely going with that. Yeah, persuasion God, man. He learned his lesson trying to punch Drogar. Oh shit. Uh-oh. Did you say with advantage or no? <laughs> I didn't, but you have the inspiration that I just gave you. Oh! Yeah. There you go. Take Ugh. that motherfucker down! <laughs> no! Uh, if so, it floats in front of you for a minute, and then uh, it 
starts to pinwheel through the air and sinks itself back into another tree trunk. <laughs> so Callister's exhausted. He's been running for six hours to catch up to Artemis, scaled a waterfall, um, fought a fucking werewolf, just got screamed in the face by a wereboy. He's like so tired that his wrist, his ankles ache. And he looks at the dagger and turns around and then looks at this poor soul and uh, does the right anyway. Do you want to describe that? Yeah. <clears throat> Callister, since he doesn't have to be discreet this time because Drogar's not keeping one lizard eye on him. Um, <laughs> Callister has taken off his cloak, so he's in his, his, his white shirt, which is now filthy from the fight. And he bends to a knee. <clears throat> he gets on two knees. Uh, has his hands in his lap. And he looks up to the sky, uh, which is just pitch black. And even if it was daytime, it would just be pitch gray. And he puts his hands out. And he starts humming a tune. And as he's humming the tune, you see a soft light begin to leave the body of this former werewolf. Give me a... the box. Oh, it's, it's on now. Can't use that nat one because it fell out of the box. <laughs> oh, no. Out of the box. Oh, oh no. Out of the box again. <laughs> what is... Wait. wait um, that nat 20, however, I could probably use it. Oh, when I get <laughs> Crack die. Roll again. Oh, my God. Dad. Roll better. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, perception is a 13. Okay. Uh, what usually happens next? <laughs> in, your, in, your, in your right. Yeah. Um, what usually happens next is if a person who hasn't been following the path of the light, when Callister comes across their path in their body, Callister has been charged with giving opportunity. So he does this right, and it's a chance for that soul to make a different choice. Mm. Okay. And so he doesn't have much control over what happens next, but he offers an opportunity to make a different choice. What happens if they make the choice, and what happens if they don't make the choice? If they make the choice, you hear a chorus welcoming them, them home. And if they don't? Pitch silent, and the light fades. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, 
my organs. Sounds like you need a dice trick. Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons. As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice, Valentine's Dice Tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates, and I always know what I'm going to get. It's dice! <laughs> As a man who knows his wood, their walnut-topped drink coasters with built-in dice holders drives me walnuts! But that's not all. For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. Here's K, our resident keeper of arcane lore, to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep. So head on over to c4labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% discount code. He's got a new order. That's G-O-O-N-15 for 15% off your order. C4 Labs. Quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. Just as you've observed so many times before, you see it float there for a moment, perhaps milling over what the rest of its eternity is going to be like. No small decision. <laughs> you can almost feel the warmth coming off of it. And if you listen closely enough, you can kind of hear the thrum, the heat, the vibration that signifies life, that gives life flexibility. Secret fire, one might call it. And it starts to rise up into the sky. Round about, you would expect to hear the chorus sing out. It's horrifying sound. Like screeching nails on a chalk. Like a chorus of angels. A chorus of angels in thumbscrews. Ugh. Fuck. And you have to clap your ears to the side. Uh, you have to clap your hands to the side of your ears to try to shut out this discordant melody. And you see that little ball of light try to travel up, but it sort of like smacks into something as it rises into the sky. And it dips a bit, tries again, smacks again. It's like bouncing, it's like a fly bouncing off a, a, a window as it tries to get back outside. Until eventually, it sort of twists and turns. So, and so when I see this happening, uh -huh. when I see this happening, when I see it trying, like the first attempt that I see it make, uh -huh. and, and I cover my ears, mm -hmm. I turn to the dagger and I say, will you at least do something about that? Uh, it, uh, it gets itself back out of the uh, uh, tree branch and flips back over to you and just hangs there for a moment, floating in this sort of very pregnant pause. And then it just floats down and back to the sheath. And the light above gets seemingly torn into pieces. And you can almost hear one final scream amidst the horrifying chorus. And then all is silent. Thank <laughs> you.
McAllister, um, McAllister's just like done. Yeah. He's just done. And, um, he looks up at the place where Pasha and Artemis and Sasha are staying. And he finds his own spot by himself where he can keep an eye on them. And, um, tries to get some rest. But... You bed down. I won't think... I don't think he'd be very successful. You try to bed down, trying to find some comfort on the cold forest floor. After a minute or two of rustling around, trying to get into a comfortable position, you peer back over at the tree where you know your compatriots to be, and you see Pasha's little face just... You just see the top half of his face, just his little eyes poking up over the, no. the branches. No. He, he just... He's like that. And he goes... Are you okay? That's a good question, Mike. I've been trying my best, but it doesn't seem to be working out. So, um... I'll be frank, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and a few minutes later... <laughs> you hear, uh, you, you kind of, like, scrunch yourself back down into the tree roots or wherever it is you've, you've... or against the stone, wherever it is you've come to rest. And you hear a soft, fluttering sound something you in, in the dark something kind of cuts through the air and comes to rest in your lap and as you look down it seems to be one of the leaves from the tree <laughs> folded <laughs> into such a shape that it would glide through the air hmm. I uh, look up at the tree Can you show me how to do that later? <laughs> okay. He doesn't look over, you just hear his voice come back. Okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Uh, oh my god. Oh, Nothing's working. Oh my god. No, but you, a big, a big thing worked. A big thing just worked. Oh, you're right. We got Pasha. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the same thing as Drogar with the fucking losing his spell slots, man. Mm -hmm. It's like shit just don't work. Nothing yeah. can break through. Yeah, yeah. We've got to figure Nothing out how to break that. Around. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but do we, wanna, do we want to take five? Let's take. Yeah, we can take five. Sure. We can take five before sure. we dive back in, and then oh, we'll get to wonderful. Ooh. I'm just so glad Pasha's not like six more Thanks hours for away. For Think of like a sound designer. <laughs> wait wait till they find out that we still have That was so exciting. You were like, what? Dude, they were so hanging exciting. them. I, was, I looked at it and I was like reading words, but nothing was in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I looked at it and I was like, what? 
before I could like make work. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting. That was, that was really cool. So exciting. How did you really know cool. that you were gonna do that? Oh my which God. one? Which thing? The, the, the thing with the, the thing, the Winnie's voice thing. I had two options. Oh. Yeah. I, I I had a couple things I was thinking about. Oh. One was make an illusion that in my hand. Mm -hmm. Now so it's not bad. Mm -hmm. Ned, here's the answer to your question. Oh. One was make an illusion in my hand of the small pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we took from Pasha. That was one idea I we had. We had no idea what's in that. Another idea was to, to shoot Pasha to get him to stop running away. Wow, wow. Way to make my way to yeah. look my whole oh my person God. look like. I take <laughs> out my nothing. human gun. It was, <laughs> it was shoot him in the head. It was Gee, gonna, it was please. gonna shoot Pasha because I had the. Um, I have his collar behind my back. Sweatpants, No, I'm good. I'm okay. good. Ned, listen. I have his collar behind my back with my mage hand. Oh. And so I was gonna, and so I was gonna oh. shoot it him, just, just and then bear out of the way and try to and try to get him. Yeah. And then and I was asking Trevor if I could retcon and try to make some other choices. And he was like. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, this is real like dangerous. That, and then something like not <laughs> shooting him. And then I was like, not shooting And then I was like, also having an illusion of his like most precious, valuable thing. I was like, that's kind of shitty too. Yeah. And so, oh. and so I went with the. Where the, is that pouch now? Does he have he it? Has it? He has it. Okay. And so I went with, with the, the astral projection. With the voice of Winnie. I went with the voice of Winnie. Wow. The matter was not ready for that. So like, that was so I was not prepared. Cool. No, I could see it on your face. I was not prepared for that. I could see your lack of You know what I love doing? Cool. Catching Trevor off. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Got him. Got him. Do you know Do you know what my blade is? Do you have any idea? Yeah. You do? If your god is Apollo. <laughs> I don't. I which don't I think, which I think you and I think you and Drogar are going to have a conversation because many conversations to be had. Oh, yeah, yes. because oh yes. So in Drogar's backstory, the knights that saved him <laughs> yeah. from from we Tiamat were the knights of Tiamat. That's the Pasha, that does Pasha have any heels? So I like I think that <laughs> our god is much more no. similar. No? <laughs> Hmm. Drew, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think that our god is the same god. I know what he was taught to do. Oh, I see. Uh, you know what I'm I saying? See. What's the Norse version? Tyr, which is the god, <laughs> the god of justice and the god of, of righteousness and, mm -hmm. and the god of peace and love. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's the one who loses his hand to Fenrir when him and Odin are trying mm -hmm. to tame it. Yeah, there's a... Um, say something else. I forget how you say it, but there's a there's a type <laughs> no? of celestial called a Adath. Thinion or whatever. Yeah, yeah and they can take any yeah. shape they want. Like, they don't have an actual form. Might be it. And sometimes they take yeah. the shape of inanimate objects. Yeah, I thought he was oh, going. Oh, incredible. So, uh, I thought incredible. he was going. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But I you're talking... When you say sure. Apollo, you mean... How's the already going to react? Nobody wakes up and Pasha's there. Oh, my gosh. How much of that, all that is he going to remember? Cows are so traumatized. Oh, he remembers like, Pasha <laughs> jumping down and then he blacked out. Dude, we all are so traumatized. When we think about it, like we are all oh, god. so fucked. Oh, oh my god! I can't believe those rolls were so bad at the end. <laughs> <laughs> they were so. They kept being. They hopped out of the bowl and they were bad. <laughs> they they hopped out of the bowl and they were. The they stayed in the bowl. They, and they were tried bad. to kill themselves. They cracked in the bowl and they were bad. <laughs> it doesn't work. Strahd's controlling the dice. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. work how it's supposed to. There's like there is like a very real potential that Callister could become a fallen in this place. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Do it! Don't do it! ain't gonna let it happen. There's a very real potential. Anything else for the evening from anybody? Yes, sir. Yes. Because Drogar and Winnie still need to make it back to the camp. 
You did a trail of breadcrumbs, right? Okay, give me a survival check with advantage. That's a good point. That's a 17. Oh, yeah. So you walk for a time. You walk for a time, not for very much longer, with a tiny little Winnie. Are you, how, what, how are you, Winnie? What are, what are you, what are you up to in Drogar's arms here? I, a lot has happened. Yeah. But I'm, I'm up now that I heard from Irina. Mm-hmm. I'm up. Okay. And I'm, and I'm, I'm still kind I'm still up on his shoulder, and I got an arm around his head, big old head. And, um, and I'm not like, I'm not snoozing or anything, but at some point while we're riding, since I heard from Irina, I'm going to take the symbol of the Way Warden off of Tally Ho's neck and put it back on. Okay. Right. Sugar pulls it out in front of his rations. As, as he sees the crumbs, he started, like, his stomach starts to go. It's been a long time. And, uh, he just pulls out a piece of, like, a, a loaf of, like, ration bread. Mm-hmm. Crunchy, but it's that great shit that, like, when you get enough saliva on it, it's nice and chewy. Lemba spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I just kind of uh, took a bite out of it. That was aggressive. It. <laughs> 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 Those big fucking dragon jaws just chopping on the And then he kind of, as he's kind of walking, he just goes, Winnie, would you like a bite? I think more you, you go, <laughs> and then you're and walking goes, along, ah! and then you just hear my little belly like, yep, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so like, there's this kind of comedic pause where like I stop walking, and I just kind of look at Winnie and I go, <laughs> and I kind of hand her. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and then we just kind of uh-huh. start walking. And yeah, we'd be hungry for days. We walk back to the camp. Uh, so yeah, you follow the trail for for a time. For a minute. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you begin to hear further rustling in the forest, uh, and then emerging from the uh, uh, shrubs around you, that familiar sight of these warriors uh, dressed in leathers and hide. Uh, clutching spears, they have sort of meld out of the forest around you again, uh, coming to circle you, uh, with their spears leveled at you again, and they walk up, and, uh, one of them looks at you, Drogar, and, and Winnie, and he says, Hi. I remember you. I'll just start waving at him. It's us from before. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, yes, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> I want to retrieve this little one before Strad gives his hands on the I hope you don't mind me coming back late. You have our friend. Oh, <laughs> certainly we do. And he sort of like, you know, takes down his spear. All of them like raise them up a little bit and he plunges it into the, the dirt. Uh, she put on quite the show. Follow us. And they take you back to the Berserker camp, as described previously. And you find Cass sitting on a throne. Eyeballs drawn on her eyelids. Yeah. 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 There's this moment where me and Winnie just look at each other and go, What happened? <laughs> uh, really, she's probably just like sitting around the fire with everyone else. Um, Enjoying. And they're treating. I'm, I assume they're treating you like 
fucking royalty. Yeah, I, I think I've definitely earned their respect, yeah. After um, the fight, you were presented with the varied meats. With what? Oh, varied, varied meats. Varied meats and ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so she's, you know, she's taken part. I, I assume we're all sort of like feasting and celebrating. Um, yeah. She's, uh, you know, she's, she's trying to stay... Uh, you know, she's she's being moderate with her consumption. She knows that she still doesn't she still doesn't know where some of her friends are. So she's like, you know, she takes it easy. Mm-hmm. Usually, Kaz is just like three sheets to the wind the second the party starts. Um, um, around the this big massive bonfire at the center of the camp, the berserkers have have uh, sort of gathered. As you've just been sitting, sort of enjoying the festivities, uh, Zarya has been drinking heavily and has subsequently been facing a string of contenders in an arm wrestling contest <laughs> and throwing them each bodily across the <laughs> Uh, she starts to slow down after after you know uh, after the first person loops around and comes back, um, <laughs> um, but it carries on in much that way. And so after after some time, uh, you hear. Uh, uh, the uh, the one who was sort of addressing you and led you into camp the first time, the berserker, uh, say, uh, "Hey, Ilkavan, your compatriots have returned." What? She yeah, she like hears this and, and she's uh, from whatever degree of like fun she's letting herself have. She like snaps back into being fully sober and just like springs up to her feet and, and runs after. You look over. You look over and you see uh, Drogar uh, making his way through Camp Uwini up on his shoulder. She breathes a big sigh of relief and walks up to the two of you. Uh, and and seeing that you're the one standing and, and you're on on his shoulders, looks up at Winnie and says, "Are you all right? Where are the others?" I'm okay. This has been a really bad day. <laughs> are you okay? Her chest kind of pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and I had a duel. A friendly one. And I beat her. It was really... It was... I wish you all could have seen it. That would have been really cool. And I give you, like, a really sad high five. Because I wish I, wish I could have seen that. Impressive, guys. So I take it that they accept you as Kavan. They've been calling me Kavan, so that makes sense. <laughs> yes. I suppose it would. Do you have to be queen now or something? Uh, I hope. Do you have to stay here? No, no, no. I, I'm sure that uh, we already have dibs. Gaz, <laughs> as it is. I won't stay here, but we've made friends with the Berserkers now. That is really good. That is a very good thing. Did they fix your sword? No, uh, I haven't asked about that yet. Well, but thank you for reminding me. Keep it a little hush hush for now. Okay, yeah. Have you seen anybody else? Have you seen Calster Artie? I was hoping you had. I feel that they are in the forest for the evening. Hmm. What? If I'm certain of anything, the light has protected them this evening. If Calister is. Half the man I assume he is. I'm sure he found Artemis and Pasha just fine. And as we both know, Artemis is quite the dragon. Oh, I shite! And a guy goes tumbling between you as you stand there talking and <laughs> collapses and crumples down on the ground in front of you. Uh, and Zarya walks over again, just like... <laughs> back 
like she has hands the size of frying pans. Yeah. <laughs> she comes over like, you know, like just clapping them together and she walks over, slams one down onto your shoulder, Cass, and says, Aye, you're compete. She has have returned. Well, do you introduce me? Drogar for the first time looking level-eyed <laughs> <laughs> goes, oh, you must be Zarya. <laughs> oh, I see my reputation precedes me. Indeed it does. And he looks down at the body that's in <laughs> 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 the corner. <laughs> <laughs> just flying through. <laughs> it does precede you. Great force, I would like that. <laughs> you lot look mighty hungry. You've got some meat <laughs> spitting over the fire. And you're welcome to... Any friend of Cavan's uh, is a friend of ours. You're welcome to stay the night with us, if you please. Or, if you have a death wish, you may go your way. Sorry, I feel two of our party, and, uh, well, three of our party are in the woods still. Hmm. Well, condolences to him. Oh, shit. You're free to do as you will. I won't risk any more of my men traipsing after you all up through the forest. What is the earliest that we are able to perhaps go and find them? You're held here by no spell, Master Dragon. You're free to go whenever you please. I'm simply offering you a place to stay this eve. I want to. I want to roll a persuasion check. It's almost more of a. I want to stroke your ego check. It's more of me going. Sorry, I defer to you being the master of these forces with your berserkers. I do not want to risk my compatriots either. Perhaps you know the earliest at which Strahd's forces are not numerous in the forest. Uh, give me a persuasion. That is a fifteen. Fifteen? Middle eight. <laughs> Blow your flowery prose in someone else's direction, Master Dragonborn, would you kindly? <laughs> Look, the bastard goes to sleep in the morn, and most of his cronies go to do whatever they do come the daybreak. So as you can call it here in Barovia. And I'm master of nothing. I'll grant you. And he just kind of like turns away. <laughs> <laughs> master only of this ragtag group of misfits. Once we were masters of this whole valley, but no longer. Can thank those damn druids over on Yester Hill for such. Well, might I be the first to tell you that they will no longer be bothering you? How's that? Did Kazma tell you? Did you? I, I don't know if I did either. Um, I don't think you did. I think <laughs> you just started. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real question, Dick. That was a real we'll question. We'll talk later. Um, <laughs> Let me be the first to tell you. I'll hear it from this one if you don't mind. We killed them. <laughs> it's a good thing you're strong. <laughs> now, I offer you a chance to stay in my camp overnight, and the first thing you choose to do is lie to me. How could you, we band, have managed such a task? There's an army of druids up on that hill. There were six of them? We killed six. What? And a big tree. 
and the one you call the wild child. We didn't kill him, but he's not a threat anymore, we don't think. We're saved. Blaine, a bit of catch-up here. You've got me at a disadvantage. You're saying there were six of those bastards up on that hill. And a giant tree. Mm-hmm. And a few hundred of them suddenly missing. Where could they have gone, I wonder? I, oh, estimate, perhaps might be. The tree had to have come there somehow. <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> Let them rot, I say. So you're saying that Yester Hill now lies free of their corruption? Once yes. we left it, a single druid-like breathing. You have accomplished what we have not managed in far too long a time. I admit, I know not quite what to say. Seems we owe you our way of life. The only thing that I think you owe us is perhaps if you Friendship, and he puts his hand on. Give me a strength check. <laughs> <laughs> get him! Get him! Get him! Sight! What is it? Fucking come look at that. All right, shit. Okay. What is it? What is it? Is that 20? That's 20. Oh my lantern! Wow! <laughs> Sorry, that is, that is a plus zero. Nat 20. She only <laughs> a 20 breaks. plus zero. That is a natural and a dirty 20. She only breaks your pinky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she grabs hold of your hand. Yeah. And you can fear, feel her kind of ripple her fingers a little bit. Yeah. And, you're, and, and you feel like your scales dig in a little bit. And as she draws back, she's got a little, little tiny fat. Uh, <laughs> Get out of here, Strad. <laughs> Watching us. Yeah, there he goes. There you go. This is Simon. Um... And Jorgar, like, immediately is like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention that they are razor sharp. Oh, no, no. That's quite right. Important to be bled every now and again. This news is not quite what I expected today. Forgive me, you must give me some time to adjust. Um, as I say, you're welcome to stay the night with us. You'll be safe. You have my vote. Take all the time you need. I would like to keep this as a sort of base camp until I can find the rest of our party. In the morning, come what you call daybreak. The lightness through the clouds. I will venture forth and attempt to find my friend's Artemis, Callister. But I will. Gone, ye say, the druids are. They were trying to summon this, like, big old tree god thing that started to grow, like, vines and stuff. Do you know anything about that? They were doing, like, a ritual. Whatever fell sorceries they got themselves up to, it seems it's finally come back round to bite them. Wish they'd been courteous enough to tell us they would wipe themselves out. 
elsewise much blood could have been kept from being spilt. You said there was hundreds of them before? Where? What the heck? This Where is a hard place, little one. Life is cheap here. Hundred lives. What's that up to up to more than an acorn? I don't think I agree with that. Well then you hold on to that. If you'll excuse me, I shall retire. I'll organize a sortie to the hill tomorrow and see for myself. But for now, yeah, my thanks and a place to stay. Thanks. Okay, be really careful when you go there, because there was one guy that got away. There was one guy who ran away. Don't let him sneak up on you. One lefty. Yeah. Well, that's good. I think I'd missed my chance. And she <laughs> cracks all of her knuckles. Sounds like stepping on bubble wrap. <laughs> <sighs> and then I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna go, <sighs> and then I'm gonna run at the closest food. Yeah, there's a, a like a full wolf um, <laughs> with all of the fur <laughs> off, just crackling and, you know, oils and fats dripping off it into the fire with pleasant, you know, like pleasing sizzling sounds as it hits the flames. <laughs> Carve a hawk off. I'm just gonna run over there and see how everybody else is doing it. Uh, yeah, it just seems like people are walking up with a with some sort of knife and just like taking a stick off and then just eating it with their hands. I'm gonna run over and I'm gonna see that and then they go eat and then I'm gonna run back to where Kaz is <laughs> and then wait and we'll go maybe over together. <laughs> Come here, let's get some food. You look hungry. I'm really hungry. Well, where are you going? I need to. I need to think of a conversation. Okay. Please be careful. And he kind of leans down and gets Gotta be within the next 30 minutes. Shit. <laughs> Trevor knows. <laughs> Trevor knows. Can it, can it be? A specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. Fuck. Trevor knows everything. <laughs> um, I would like to cast Augury to determine how it would go if I cast Augury in 30 minutes. <laughs> If I were to get the level No wishing for more wishes. Add <laughs> nauseum until about ah, 6 a.m. I want to do a. Um, did you just do recursive programming? I did. Yes, yes, you <laughs> did. I didn't did. do That function calls itself. DM, uh, I yes, want to do a little flavor something. You can tell me to, to you know, go shovel where the sun don't shine. 
but I would like to do a little Obi-Wan Kenobi and try to get in contact with Callister. Since we're playing around with time. Right, so by the time that you've found each other at the camp, they're still walking through the woods. Oh, wow. They haven't even had their fight yet? Oh, no, are they wa- Oh, God. Wow! Yeah. They're, still, they're still running through the woods. Oh, my them. Lord. This is a complicated narrative. We just... We yeah, no kidding. Primer. <laughs> Jeez, oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is this, um, memento? Anyway. Fix your uh, kid's body! Yeah. <laughs> Well, you got right. you got no death sailing. Fa- fa- you have no uh, death saves to fail right now, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no death sailing for you. Uh, is going to Come stand walk away. away. Have a second thought, and then just go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walk back and go join everybody. To eat. Way to turn that moment into an RP. I love it. <laughs> okay. Anything else for Camp Cass? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't need to play this out, but, but Kaz will... Uh, Can if you like. No, nah, I don't want to. I, I think she'll she'll make it known um, to Zarya or whoever that, you know, keep an eye out for... for and gives them a physical description mm-hmm. of... Like, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're okay. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. It's okay if you scare them a little bit, but just don't kill them. <laughs> yes. Uh, great. Okay. Good to know. All right. And everyone beds down. Oh, my God. Full nights. For the most... There are bats everywhere right yeah. now. I love it. Get out of here, Strahd! Yeah, where are the ravens? <laughs> yeah, so oh, for the, the possibly the single most well-deserved long rest in the history of D&D. Oh, my God. Um, what does this mean? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, baby. Are we Everybody press catch up it together. with each other Three, time-wise? Two, like at daybreak? One. Okay. Critical Fail DM Strahdcast features Dan Eisen as Callister, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. The podcast is edited and designed by Dan Eisen. Curse of Strahd and its original characters are the creative property of Wizards of the Coast. To tide you over between episodes, check us out on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Etsy, and Twitter at CriticalFailDM. That's Critical F-A-Y-L-E-D-M. Ten episodes into the Strahdcast. We can't believe it. And it is thanks in large part to our amazing patrons. Folks like Megan Yamamoto, Kate, Rose, Yari Zarilla, and Eshterena. Thanks to your contributions, we've started collecting camera equipment in the hopes of one day having full video productions of future campaigns. If you like what we do here and want to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash criticalfaildm and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. Or check out our merch on our Etsy store. If you aren't quite ready to support us financially, that's okay. Rating and leaving a review on our Apple podcast, subscribing to our YouTube, or following us on Twitch are all great ways to help us out. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage.